Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the RGM Experience podcast with me, Carl Maloney. Welcome to another week of music here at the RGM Experience podcast. And basically what this podcast is all about, if you're new to it, is we delve into uh, the grassroots music industry and beyond, find interesting people to have a chat with, and then babble on a bit. (laughs) When I say babble on a bit, I mean have a chat and that, you know, discuss things honestly and talk about what we see around us, interesting things, call out things, what's good, what's bad. Uh, we basically discuss it all here on the podcast. And there's nowhere I'd rather be this new Monday than with you guys, the podcast people. How are you doing? You're on a... I'm never going to say it like that again, that sounded uh, odd. Well, I'm fresh from uh, a very busy week of live music this week, ladies and gentlemen. Last weekend, I spent the weekend down in the sun in Macclesfield um, at Part in the Pews Festival, uh, a, pod- uh, a festival that we sponsored this year and sponsored every year. And it sold out this year, so it's, it's something developing there. It's, it's going to be a place to be, you know. Um, loads of stuff on RGM came out recently about it. There's a big review on there if you're interested about it to read in that. Uh, I did a 360-degree video of Miles Hunt in a church. Um, there you go. You know, a guest, uh, for, you know, uh, we've had Miles on the podcast and great enjoyed talking to him and that, you know. Uh, but you'll see it all on the uh, socials where we uh, basically recorded a 360-degree video in a church while he sings his songs and that. So that's nice and something a bit different, isn't it, you know. So it was a great weekend. On the Saturday, we had a lot of fun. A lot of drink as well. Yeah, I'm just thinking back, yeah. A lot of drink in the sun. Many people out through the throughout the community within Ma- Manchester and Macclesfield out there. Great to see loads of old faces. Uh, and some nice music in a church. It was a great event. Check out the RGM socials if you're interested in finding a bit more about that. Or rgm.press, whatever. And last night... I went to see Reverend of the Makers at Basque in Stockport. It was rammed. Rammoed. And again, we've made a new video, a 360-degree video from that show as well, if you're interested. It's all on YouTube as well. Basically, you can watch a video and move it around as if you're, like, at the gig and that. Uh, and I recorded the song Heatwave in a Cold North. Um, met John, said a quick hello. Um, and it was just a great night down at Basque. Basque, just a venue that's smashing it at the minute. And just... Um, you know, there's always something going on in that place in Stockport near the train station. Uh, so it's been a really enjoyable week of live music for me, ladies and gentlemen. Hope it has for you too. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week we've got an amazing guest for you, as always. We've got the Royston Club. Now, these lads have just got a new album out, yeah? Uh, they've got a new tour that they've announced. Uh, they're currently doing like a, you know, a record sh- uh, store tour. <laughs> That's how you say it, isn't it? Uh, just going around, uh, you know, meet and greets and that kind of stuff all around the country. Brand new album out. There's a link in the description of this podcast for you to treat yourself to the album too, if you enjoy it. And we had a right good chat with Tom and Ben from the band. 
like these lads. A lot of time for these boys, just grafting and it's happening for them. Um, you know, festival slots are ahoy. Plenty going on on the tour. Big tour in October starting. To have an album out must be just an amazing experience for a new band. It's just got to be. Oh, and we talk about that as well. You know, they, they, you know, they feel like you kind of reach a, a different stage in your career when you've got an album out. You can't call you, you, you've got a proper crack on. You can't be. You can't. You have the excuse of you know just being a new band anymore. You've got to. You've got to crack on now. You've got an album. Things are, you know, you've, you've got commitments. So, uh, a real good chat with Tom and Ben from the Royston Club. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen. Should we crack on straight with it? I think so. Great, I'll see you on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom and Ben from the Royston Club. Hey, how's it going? Not bad, mate, you. Yeah, very good. Looking very forward good. to this next week, really. Yeah, yeah. I know. Still ramping up. Yeah, I can see you've got loads going on. Oh, yeah, on. sorry, but... sorry. Sorry out, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good start. <laughs> Where did we find you both today, then? Where are you? We are in at the moment in our practice room in Liverpool. We're uh, preparing for some gigs we've got this weekend. So, yeah, going to be locked in here for the next few hours trying mm-hmm. to smash some stuff out. Yeah, sure. So as we record this, it's the week before you bring the album out, but when this is out, the album will be out. So we, yeah, we can talk about it now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I know exactly. I know you've got a big week of HMV shows and that kind of stuff, and then you've got your your big mm-hmm. tour coming in October that we'll get to at some point. Um, yeah. So um, I'm just fresh off that football documentary about Wrexham, lads. I know you're from Wrexham <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, and I'm and I'm I'm fresh from that uh, class Disney thing all about Wrexham Football Club, and it just looks like. It's just been such a ride and such a positive thing for for the little town where you're from, boys. Did, did, mm. how, how do you guys feel about that kind of stuff? It's been proper surreal. Yeah, it's uh, not something you'd expect to happen. If someone a couple of years ago had told me there'd be a Disney Plus documentary about mm. the town I grew up in, it'd be very <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't believe them. Yeah. But it's it's been really cool. Some of the the little businesses in Wrexham that have been highlighted, and yeah. the people who've worked so hard to get the club to where it is now being highlighted on a massive scale like that it's just been yeah it's been awesome to see and Ryan and Rob have been great with the club and yeah look forward to see where the town can go from here really it's so nice to see a, a proper old school working class town just get a bit of excitement around it it's like it, you mm. don't see that kind of shit these days do you no you don't you know it's a, it's a different vibe around I go to the United Games as well and it's a different mm. vibe completely compared yeah. to the race course yeah well proper old school yeah, so um, are you based in Liverpool now then, or do you still live in Wrexham? Where, where are you based? Yeah, yeah, we moved out, what, moved three, out four like, months yeah, ago? Three months ago, so just, yeah, getting to know Liverpool a little bit. It's obviously mm. kind of a bit different from Wrexham, it's a bit more, uh, yeah. bit, more, bit more going on, but yeah, it's been nice. Moved out and, um, yeah, trying to see it for all that's to offer. Moved out of Wrexham at the very worst time we possibly could have got. <laughs> yeah, just as it starts <laughs> to get really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I, I know what it's like to move out of your town. I'm from Sheffield originally and now I live in Manchester. So it, it's nice to be mm. in new surroundings, isn't it? Just finding new places to go and little pockets in the city, just to, especially a, a, a city like Liverpool that I just really enjoy anyway. You know, there's there's, yeah, there's so yeah. much to find and discover in a new place, isn't it? That it's just exciting times. Mm. Yeah, it is very exciting. It's a beautiful city as well. We have a little balcony where we live mm. and the view's amazing. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool, yeah, especially like when the sun's shining as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's really cool. 
So, um, so as all the band, uh, you know, I know you, you guys are living together. Has all the band moved over there as well, or are some people still in and out? So, almost, 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 almost the whole band. So, like yeah. us two and the bassist Dave, we've all moved up. And then uh, yeah. the the drummer Sam still lives sort of Wrexham way. He's got like a really long term girlfriend, so he lives with her in Wrexham at the moment. But um, he comes up all the time. He's always practicing up here, so it's not like yeah. it's nothing too crazy, really. It's always the drummers, isn't it? Always the drummers, yeah. Can never, yeah, never time down really. <laughs> well, we we like to document the journey of a band, and thanks for joining us today on the podcast for you know have a have a chat and just get That's to know, right. introduce you personally to our RGM crowd and get them invested in you as a band. And you know, I'd like to say up front, you know, the album's out now. In within the description of this podcast, you can download the album, the new Royston Club album that we're going to come to. I promise you. Um, but let's just rewind a little bit. Um, I did say before the uh, before the before we started recording today, I'm not going to ask you about like how did you get your band name and all that boring bollocks because other people can ask you that kind of shit. Um, and, very true. Yeah. And I, I I often find from doing a lot of interviews that you know when you ask a band how did you get together, the kind you kind of just find each other and there's not much of a story there. So I'm not going to ask you that unless there was yeah, something magical that happened typical. that you want to share with us. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, yeah. yeah, we met in high school, didn't we? And yeah. Well, three, me, Dave and Tom met in high school. Yeah. Just had always been mates, really. And then shared a love of the same type of music, really. Yeah. yeah. I wish there was more of a crazy story to it. Yeah, but, you we, know, we, we met all love the same football. music. Oh, yeah. well, that's what I mean. Yeah. There's always, it, 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 bands always like get together and it just kind of happens. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, just just share a story if there's a big magical moment that happens. If not, we'll just move on because, you know. Um, I think <laughs> the, the obvious one to say is um, yeah. we were just playing like, Shitty, like, can I swear on it? Of course, yeah. All right, sounds shit, yeah. shitty, co- really shitty covers of Arctic Monkeys, The Strokes, and all yeah. that. And then, um, the first tune came on, Shawshank, and um, we decided we needed a drummer for it, so then went out looking for drummers. Yeah, Sam was there, he fitted the bill, and we became close to it to him, and it just kind of sparked from there, really. So, did our first open mic night in front of like three people and like you know two of them were regular alcoholics in some weird pub and yeah, it's a good pub it's, it's a, a cool pub, pub. yeah it's a cool pub well, it's like up actually but um and yeah loved it yeah so it was uh from there on really just absolutely loved it okay well let's start with you then ben how, how when did you first notice that or started to get an urge that you know i want to music is grabbing me and i want to pick up an instrument when when did when did that happen for you but mate first I um my parents thrust a cornet into my hands when nice. I was like four, six or seven, mm. and um, I, I enjoyed playing it, but I never really loved the instrument. And then I started playing guitar and loved doing that. Started my first band when I was in like year six. Played the talent show at the end of primary school, yeah. and then yeah, started writing originals around then as well. And didn't didn't pick it up again for another three, four years until we started playing covers again. I was like, oh, mm. we're playing covers, I may as well try to start writing again. And yeah, it just kind of settled into a groove, really, of writing, and that's kind of stuck for the last my, four years. My dad threw a cornet towards me when I was a kid. I can relate. <laughs> and then, and then they, they said that my lips were too big for a cornet, so I had to play tenor on. I had the same. I had to te- yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did cornet for the first two years and then went to tenor on because my lips were too big. I'm I'm sure that that's bullshit uh, about lips. I, I reckon we just weren't very good at calling it, and they <laughs> yeah, just go like, "All right, give them a ten of horn." Yeah. Uh, there's not many of them. We need them. 
But then, but I, I would, I was like, you know, 15, 16, and I could see a guitar, but I, I, and I want to play guitar. I can't be. It's just not cool enough walking about town with your fucking ten. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, no, I, I, I can feel that pain, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Tom? How did you first get into it? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I started playing like a little bit of like guitar, like when I was a bit younger, like 11, 12, something like that. And like parents, like. No, most people's parents, I like, absolutely just loved music, loved all the same sort of stuff I love, like, you know, Libertine Stroke stuff. Mm. Um, and then I've always been, like, incredibly mediocre at guitar, but I like, really enjoy it anyway. And then, like, you know, nah. started playing with these guys and, <laughs> yeah, obviously loved it even more. It's a lot better when you can sort of play with people instead of playing in your room. So, um, so yeah, yeah, sort of went from there, really. And then, yeah, love playing it, love playing with everyone. It's been, it's, yeah, it's good fun. I think it didn't really occur to us. Yeah. that we like playing music until we started playing together was it yeah exactly yeah it's the whole live thing, thing. Yeah. and that's if you come see us live you can probably yeah. get a little glimpse of that but it's just the yeah playing together really grabbed us yeah yeah no I, I love that kind of stuff and you know as soon as you find an instrument and uh, I, I say i'd say it too many times but music grabs you and it, it, as soon as it does it's very hard to let go of this kind of thing and, and particularly yeah, you've yeah. got to be a certain kind of character to stick out this music industry because it's a long old slog, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of up and downs and that sort of stuff. But yeah. yeah. Where, where, where do you guys feel where you are within the industry at the minute? And where, where do the Royston clubs sit in the grand scheme of things, do you think? No, I mean, not too high. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to inflate us too much. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, not, yeah, not ridiculously high, but we, we, we like how it's going. We like, um, yeah. you know, it's nice seeing like people starting to care a little bit and, you know, mm-hmm listening to the tunes and yeah. I mean that's the only thing we really care about is that people hear our stuff and think like oh yeah that's cool I can get behind that yeah. and you know people want to come to gigs want to jump around in tents and do that sort of stuff so like that's all you really have to to be fair so it's nice seeing that sort of science creep in a little bit mm. we're, we're all enjoying playing music we're enjoying writing yeah once that goes then we can have another conversation but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah at the moment we're all enjoying it so no yeah. I, I get it and you, you see the bands you know name creep up those festival uh, lineups every year, don't you? That, mm. that must be nice. Mm. Just to, we're, oh, nice, we're on a different, yeah. we're, on a nice different, we're, on a different we're further up now. Yeah. Rather than being a the tiny thing, we're quite big every now. time. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. they've you actually used the band logo, logo this time. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like that, like that. So, no, it's, it's nice seeing that too. There, it shows that you know someone must give a shit a little bit. So no, it's, it's cool. It's yeah. nice. Nice one, nice one. So we're you know festival season is upon us. It's one of my favourite you know parts of the music calendar throughout the year. How do you prepare? Um, how do you prepare for uh, festival seasons? Because I know it's 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 different to being on the road playing, um, mm. you know, cities every day. You know, it's you know you're on bigger stages and there's and you play generally you're playing to new people as well. Is it a different kind of mindset for you guys on festivals? I feel like you probably prepare like relatively similar. I think the set yeah. list always changes a little bit because you kind of you get given thirty minutes to grab someone. It's yeah. not like a, you know people don't know our stuff necessarily, so you're given thirty yeah. minutes to like got to knock your socks off or you're just going to forget about you and go get a pint or whatever yeah. so um we always try and like cram our set our like festival set list full of stuff people are really want to jump around to and all that sort of stuff but i think you prepare in the same sort of way you know as dull as it sounds loads of practice which is what we're doing now yeah um yeah all that sort of stuff really but we love festival season it's like my favorite, it's our favorite time of yeah. the year as well you know you rock up play 30 minutes with surrounded by other bands you love as well it's like yeah it's the best bit really it is 
Yeah, well, one question I love to ask bands, and it makes them think a little bit. It makes you work for it. So, so I'm going to ask you one of your favourite <laughs> questions next, boys. So, right. what, what strengths and weaknesses do you individually bring towards the Royston Club? So, if, if and, and you can talk about the other two that aren't here as well. Okay, it's a good one, isn't it? It's a tough question, mate. Uh, That's a good question. Put them on Nardwa. Yeah, it's tough. One. Start, uh, start on the other two and come to yourselves in a bit if you want. Um, I say hmm, you're very good at like social media business shit. You're very good. Like, a, we, we we wouldn't have anything on Instagram if it wasn't for Tom. I'd say yeah, he's, he's yeah. good at that. Say, yeah, a bit of a <laughs> bit of a nerd like that. Um, yeah. I'd say uh, Ben's yeah, Ben's probably probably yeah, well, the creative one. I think he's the one who does most of that sort of shit. Really. Uh. uh that's a, a tough question. <laughs> yeah, you very much put us on the spot. I'd say weaknesses. That's the one. Weaknesses. Like, weaknesses that's a good job interview. I'm just I care too much. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I care too much. Come on. <laughs> weaknesses. I'd say I can get. I get very bitchy if I'm not enough sleep. To be fair, Ooh, on the road. Yeah, that is a good one. I'll, okay. I'd say I'll put myself out there. If I'm, if I'm less than eight hours, I'm going to start slagging people off. <laughs> yeah, I go there. Um, but how many, how many hours? How many hours? I don't want to go too much into them because you know. How many hours did you have last night? How many hours sleep did you have last, last night? Last night I was not enough. Seven and a half, I think. So I'm teetering. Oh, okay, okay. We'll, like, bring, we'll bring know. some names up in a bit then and we'll we'll get going in a bit now if you've had last night. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll just start going on, <laughs> on to be fair. It'll get pretty vicious, but you have the headlines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what about but you? Nah, what's, um, your, what's your weakness? We're all pretty similar. Weakness, Jesus. I mean I'm not saying that in a way. It's so flawless. Um I don't know. Yeah, I like a few beers before a gig. That can sometimes be my downfall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one too many, and I forget the intro to the song. I forgot what song's next. <laughs> not like Pete Doherty level, by the way. You're not going to yeah, see that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Like that, but yeah. Yeah. More than three. I'm not making up the steps to the stage. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question. It's a tough, it's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah, sure. I think about it before. It's all right, lads. It's all right, lads. When it, when it comes to you, just shout out. I think it, it, it's great. Oh, um, yeah. I'll in- interrupt you in about 20 minutes. <laughs> that's fine. Right, that's fine. Right. So, um, you know, uh, I, w- I was speaking to, on previous episodes, uh, Andrew Cushing, for one, who's really been influenced by uh, and got a lot of support from Pete Doherty. You just mentioned him there, you know, like on support slots and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and I've seen you supporting, yeah. you know, you know, through just looking through it on your socials, Blossoms, Wombats, that kind of stuff. You've had really strong support slots with mm. those people. And it's it, it's a massive achievement to, re- to get to the stage where uh, big names are inviting you to... To, to warm up the crowd for them that must be uh, that must be a nice space to be in at the minute yeah it's great it's I mean, really nice yeah that's, that's, that's some of the bands we were covering when we were still a shitty cover band yeah and uh, yeah it's pretty rewarding to see that they want us they want us on beforehand and obviously it feels a lot better when you've had like you know the letdowns as well which we've had you know ones where you really want to get certain support gigs and it doesn't quite come off so then yeah to have the people that you really sort of, you know, like Tudor Cinema Club who we all love and Wombats who we all love mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So it's nice to see him, you know, finally start coming in a little bit. It's nice to see Tudor Cinema Club like headlining main festivals. Like I, I were at Tramlines and they were headlining it. It's just like, I, I didn't see that one coming. I didn't know they were like proper full-on festival headliners and it took, took me yeah. by surprise. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's good that festivals are, you know, trying to embrace bands and put them in that stage, isn't it, you know? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. 
think they're probably I've never seen them before. I'm sure they're probably a pretty mad live band, but um, no, nah, it is it's nice seeing bands like that. And um yeah, people that we kind of all look up to a bit as well, to be fair. So what what's the secret of your success then? What what would you put it down to? So um, you, you, you're at a stage where you've got this headline gig coming up in October, headline tour, yeah. where it's O2 yeah. Academy gig. So it's like, you know, good size rooms you've got yourself into now. Mm. So yeah. um, it, how does your career, like, how how long did it take you to get to this stage? Well, it took, wow. took a bit, yeah. yeah I'm not going to pretend it was like, you know, overnight or anything quick. Like there's been a lot of like, playing in littler rooms and, you know, half empty crowds and that sort of stuff, really. Just like I think most bands go through, to be honest. I mean, yeah. since we start, we haven't turned down one gig. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we've always kind of just like, we all love playing live, so we don't see the point of, unless it's a really sort of weird gig, we don't really turn much down to be fair. No, so it's like, um, so yeah, it's, it's nice finally seeing like, you know, the rooms get a bit bigger and yeah. more people turning up, because I feel we've probably done a fair stint of like, we, we've worked hard. Yeah, we, yeah. We've worked hard at this for yeah. the last three, uh, three, three years, three years. And um, it's something that we all believe in. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so I'm not sure there's a, there's a secret or a key to the success. Just worked hard. Maybe I'll see how the album then... goes first, and then, then, we'll, then we'll tell you. Yeah, I'm not even sure it's success yet. But... <laughs> yeah. Success is a strong word, but, yeah, we'll see. So, like, as we record this podcast, you know, the, the, the album is out now as this interview comes out, but as we record it, it must be quite <laughs> nerve-wracking to have your debut album and wondering how it's going to go. Um, it's, it's terrifying <laughs> sort of, you know, it's, it's equal parts terrifying and exciting yeah. because it's, it's something like the whole our whole career at this stage has led up yeah. to this, this point isn't it and um, it, it can either go two ways really you know people don't really get it people don't like it yeah. and it's like okay you're done now you're no longer a new band mm. or people are into it and you go to that next level and then the terrifying album too is placed it, in front of yeah. you but is, either is it, way, it's, it's an exciting stage to get to. And I think it's uh, it's it's important to just look back for us a lot and say, yeah, we've got to this stage. Yeah. This is something we should be very proud of. Is it a bit of a comfort blanket being a new band then, do you think? I think it's definitely at the yeah, moment. You've got, you've got a lot of leeway. Going to the guys that, oh, we haven't really, you know, we haven't been going that long. We haven't got an album out yet. So yeah. it doesn't really matter if we're not massive or anything. But then as soon as the album comes out, that's, that kind of goes away. Mm. And, you know, if you're not a new band, you've got an album out. You know, people either know you or they don't. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's getting a bit nerve wracking now. Yeah. No, well, I'm, I'm sure it'll go fine, lads. I'm sure it'll go fine. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of what what what's on this album then? Why should somebody press the button and you know pay twenty five quid for a vinyl? Then why why should they do that? Oh, all we can all we can say is what we what we think and that's that the songs are good mm. the um the uh yeah we, we believe in the songs we think it's a great yeah we think it's a great piece of work together it, mm. it works well um there's some tunes on there which i don't think people would be expecting of us mm. things that are you wouldn't expect from an indie a young indie band i don't think and uh and the vinyl looks really cool so it looks yeah, another cool, cool cover yeah hey, uh, if you want us to dumb it down for you and go proper salesman, just the bar vinyl looks really cool. So just get that, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it were interesting to watch because uh, recently I had one of the, my favourite weeks in music, just watching the lottery winners go for it with Revan and the Makers. Um, yeah. Uh, and Rev, uh, lottery winners did so well because they had so many different versions of their album out as well, which <laughs> yeah. kind of helps. You know, because you get these mm. these mad fan, fans that go to every gig and buy 
every version of the album, don't you? Like when I say Mad Fans, I just get passionate. Yeah. Yeah. So so is that, is that, I don't know. I suppose it's a bit of a marketing thing, isn't it? You know, to have all these different. It is a little bit. Yeah. We kind of, we know it's out of our hands, but we know all about the sort of like, you know, 70 different bundles and eight different vinyl variants. But like, um, it's kind of part of the reality of releasing an album in Mm. 2023. You know, you get 0.005p for a stream. So, People got to sort of make it back somehow a little bit. So it's not, you know, people want to buy it. So that's cool. That's mm. all we really care about is that, you know, you don't feel like you're mugging our fans or anything. Which is nice. Well, you know, just, just having this experience festival season, we mentioned that earlier. And you're playing Leeds Reading, I noticed as well. That must be. Mm. Yeah. So we did like, um, we played Leeds last year. We did the um, the Thursday night at Leeds last year, which for the first time ever. And we'd obviously been loads like growing up. So it was yeah. pretty surreal actually being back there playing it's our first festival together wasn't it? yeah i mean we like used to tell people all the time we'd play it and you know <laughs> rightfully so no one really believed it so um yeah we used it as a pickup line <laughs> yeah we're in a band yeah. we're gonna play this one day unsuccessfully tonight <laughs> it wasn't like people jumped on that or anything but um so it's nice actually being back there and you know properly playing it uh so yeah i think it's gonna be sick to be there yeah we can if there's anything like the last year it'd be it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun have you got any funny stories from backstage at festivals Mm. Um, go, probably do. Go mad. There's probably a couple. There's probably a couple uh, talking about. What's happened? There's a lot of festivals. The thing. I spewed backstage at Isle of Wight before we went on. <laughs> Me and Tom oh. drank a whole bag of red wine, uh, white wine. Oh okay. yeah. We left. We bought it in um, in Wrexham, and then drove all the way down to the Isle of Wight. Had like two days at leave, living in it leaving the bag like in like a warm degrees pen. As well. nice. And then, yeah, drank it one day and then we both spewed, didn't we? That, that, was, <laughs> that was cool. nice, yeah. That was really cool. <laughs> there's, been a, there's been a lot of, like, um, on stage, sort of, like, very much saying the wrong things and stuff. There's been a lot of very, like, yeah. not smooth lines that I've said yeah. as a front man. And it was, like, a really sad song, which I was trying to introduce, uh, which Ben used to sing, well, Silver sing at the time. And I tried saying... There's not going to be a dry eye in the room, and said there's not going to be a dry room in the eye. <laughs> you weird look, which like was pretty awkward. Um, and there's lots of like very sort of silly. They probably sound a bit stupid saying them on podcast, but there's lots of like very amusing little moments backstage. I think I, we're I, not very rock and roll. I always say this: every interview we have, I end up saying we're not very rock and roll. No, because but... we end up just sitting backstage playing cards. That's about yeah. it. Really. Well, it, it's it, like it... a lot, a little gathering of old women all yeah. playing bridge backstage. Really, it's not like um. You know, not snorting lines and strippers, it's just yeah, playing cards and chilling, really. Jackson too, yeah. yeah. Well, that just seems a bit old-fashioned these days. Anyway, it's not really like that, is it? You know, the industry's yeah, moving on anyway yeah, from that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, aren't it? And, uh, yeah, I, we, yeah, we support kind of girls. I don't know if they did it backstage. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, little, a little bit different, yeah. <laughs> Scouting <Scary, laughs> girls, I can, imagine, I can imagine those. What, what do they do backstage? Yeah. Sip fine wines and eat cheese I reckon. oh nice, yeah. nice. yeah well i i can remember like cause when i were in a band years and years ago we, we never made it to like festival stages and that kind of stuff but through our gym i have had the opportunity to have a little nosy backstage at festivals and i can remember the first mm. time I, I, I like went backstage at a festival and i'm thinking oh this is gonna be amazing it's gonna be amazing and then it's just <laughs> and then it's just a few portaloos and a sandwich yeah and, yeah, a, yeah, and yeah. then a fridge with some beers in it there was, no, there was a sandwich, yeah. They were like pickled the onions and shit. It was just like a new world. Right, Glastonbury. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah we you backstage at the big, in the big leagues. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 we didn't get oh, any yeah. of that. Big time. Big time. <laughs> big time. A, yeah, it is all that sort of, it seems slightly outdated a little bit. It's yeah. not anything we've ever experienced. Maybe we're just at the wrong festivals. But yeah. 
Yeah. I was just, I was just looking for magic though because I, I just as a kid growing up I'm going to festivals and just thinking oh it must be amazing backstage but it, it but it's not it's, <laughs> yeah, not, it's, yeah. it's quite dull isn't it you everyone's know? just really bored and a bit hungover they just want to play yeah. their gig yeah they just want to yeah. oh there's a stress manager trying to find somebody isn't there yeah, that's a lot of what it is. Really. I'm glad you know the reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just like sharing. The, I like I like the real world. I just find it more interesting than uh, yeah, what exactly. I think things are going to be like. It's just brilliant. So, um, so um, just to get to know you a little bit more before we move more into the album and that kind of stuff. Then, so um, which because you know the band dynamics always interest me. And I'm a nosy bastard. I'm a bit of a nosy bastard. <laughs> so, it, you know, there's always a funny one. There's always a pain in the arse. There's always somebody that's late, all that kind of stuff. So if, all day, if, if you were going to give one bracket, one, <laughs> one label to each individual band member, what what would you give each other? What are the labels we've got to work with? Oh, okay. Uh, well, pain in the arse. Well, pain in the arse. Pain in the arse. I'd probably do pain in the arse. Yeah, I'll give that Ben. Yeah, yeah, I'll give that Ben. The prankster one, the funny one. <laughs> I guess I'd probably Sam, say Sam. Yeah, probably, probably say Sam. Sam, okay. I'm not sure about prankster, but yeah, also paying the art okay. a little bit. But yeah, we'll say Sam. <laughs> Fair enough. The late one drummer got to be. Yeah, Sam. Sam, well, Sam yeah. yeah. Sam well, yeah. yeah. I give Sam that. Late one, funny one, pain in the arse. Uh, the overthinker. There's always an overthinker. I I'll probably give myself that. Yeah, to be yeah. Fair, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be up there. I think. Actually, it definitely is you. I'd say yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> And I can't think of anything else. What, what, what would you, what would would you give the other one? What would we say about the other one then? What yeah, label that one? But I say oh, he's standing there about there. three feet away from us. So, oh, I do. You know, and he's got <laughs> yeah, got bass in his hand as well, so it could be a bit scary. But um, go on, just, just, Easter Island just head of the group. I'd say. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> I'd say yeah, the behind the scenes leader. Yeah, everyone needs one of those. I'm always fascinated by the leader. What makes him the leader in the band? It's just a pure alpha male energy it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. you can't really describe it it's like if Zeus wasn't a god but he was just a normal bloke yeah, yeah, yeah. Describe it. well Pretty done much. Dave well done Dave mate if you can hear me <laughs> he's beaming in the corner yeah, he's beaming in the corner I'm just looking at this poster you, that uh, you know you've got tickets for Manchester New Century Hall that's, a, that's an amazing venue uh, ah, and yeah, you start in October in Newcastle Nottingham Glasgow Portsmouth uh, I don't need to list places. It's, it, I'll, I'll put a link to the ticket links. You, you know, check them out. And you and you uh, and you at Sheffield as well. Nice one. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you know, the, yeah. The, this headline tour that you've got coming up. So how do you prepare mm. for a headline tour like playing like most nights in a row? How's 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 that take its toll on a band? And how do you prepare for you know a better marathon few dates coming up? A lot of sleep. A lot of sleep. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's quite a lot of work to do. We did like um. It's not actually as many dates this time around as we did last yeah. year. We did um, we did one last May that were like a lot smaller venues, but we did probably like in 20, 20 of them in a month or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, obviously, yeah, the venues are a bit smaller and the gigs are smaller, but it was like it was pretty intense. So we sort of we're kind of we feel we're prepared for you know four or five gigs in a row and feeling knackered and feeling a bit exhausted. But I think you always end up rallying a little bit for yeah. two hours to play the set and then you know just completely collapse afterwards. But um. We, it's not even the case of perfect. We just we can't wait for it. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're yeah. buzzing for it, mate. It is, yeah. it's, no, it's, it's no always exhausting. Sense of apprehension or yeah. anything like that. It's purely, we do yeah. love playing live. We just hate the other twenty-two hours of the day when you talk, pretty much. Did yeah, you, the driving. Ugh. Yeah, travel's a bastard, isn't it? You know, it's always it's always it really, yeah. yeah. It, that's that's it, what we were getting at. Really, the, the one, travel yeah. bit of it sucks, and the waiting around bit of it sucks. But they actually like the hour and a half on stage is you know, sick, obviously. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't do it, but. Uh, that's the bit we're looking what, forward what to. What do you fill your time with? 
cards. We cards. Like, we like cards. Guess the person. A lot of guess oh, the person. 20 cues. Yeah, 20 we love that. Big time. What's this game? Tell, tell me about it. You say, like, so if Tom's thinking of a person, and I'm like, oh, if Tom thinks of a famous person, I say, is it a man? Oh, right. Okay, and then, yeah, you know, you've got man. 20. Yeah. That would be a really weird instruction to the man then the woman. Okay. But, um, that would be a bad, bad but you got uh, you got like twenty questions to get through it. So that's killed like a ridiculous amount of hours in the van, really. That's, yeah, yeah. All Premier League players get the Premier League players. It's you know, like I said, it's not rock and roll, but it kills some serious time. Go on, yeah. go on then. Let's have a game. I've got somebody in my head. Go on. Oh, oh, all right. What famous? Oh yeah. Famous person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it a man? Yes. Are you counting or am I counting? Um, you can count. Go on. I'll trust you. All right. One question. Uh, so, do you say it is a man? It is, yeah. Famous man. Yeah. All right. Is he British? No. Okay. Is he American? Yes. Yeah. Is he a musician? Yes. Is he a singer? Yes. Is he alive? No. No. All right. <laughs> Did he die in the last year? Yeah. Did he die in the last 20 years? Did he die in the last 20 years? Uh, I no. no no is it Elvis yes nice one oh, <laughs> come on <laughs> good game good game. Uh, <laughs> good game good game so I mean that didn't take us that much time but yeah, yeah. So, no, no, we're better than you we're better than you yeah, yeah I know yeah I, I could have thought that. I thought I'd give someone easier you know I don't know no, why I, I don't it know why it would have been awkward if we'd have been going like yeah, at least 30 minutes with it so yeah I know yeah. yeah fair enough yeah I think that were enough for the people listening I think, yeah I watched the film recently and right enjoyed it and just like you know, just just like that, I'm sure it's all being hammed up a little bit, that kind of stuff. But just to have a management team that totally screwed him over and just never let him travel abroad and just kept him, kept him drugged up in Vegas just to keep the money rolling in and not let <laughs> yeah. him go abroad. So to keep control of him, it's just you know the music industry's got a bad. Tom Hanks is the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to have a look at that actually. No, really good. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just madness how the how 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 do you find the you know the business side of the music industry knowing that these bastards out there. I don't really see much of it, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, fair enough. You see more of it than I do. Yeah, it's it, yeah. There's bits of it that are a bit dead, really. But you know, we, 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 we got we got we cool, did our toe in, we did yeah. our toe in, yeah. We, yeah. There's no one keeping us drugged up in Vegas or anything like that. So um, <laughs> yes, yes, I say yeah. Give it like a year, maybe. But, um, <laughs> But we we got a really like we got a really cool team around us who do like our business side of it and stuff. So that's kind of all we can really say for. But I know there's you obviously hear stories, talk to other bands who have had yeah. like shitty experiences. But on the whole, most of ours have been pretty positive, apart from the the odd beer in there. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah. you know it's definitely something to that I try and keep my eye on. You know, who are these people out here like taking advantage of people and that kind of stuff? And it's yeah, yeah. there's always a few. I think. Yeah, I think the, I think the music industry. There's a lot of people that aren't mentally stable as well, which probably don't help it. No, it's quite a weird combination, really. Yeah, a lot of egos and, yeah, slightly yeah. unstable people. Yeah, it's weird. So just going back to the album then. So how, how do you pick the order of an album? The order of an album fascinates me. Um, did mm. you did, did Who made the final decision on the order? Because that, that's... <laughs> it's a band, really. I think, yeah, uh, everyone had, like, opinions. I think, actually, that's one of the few things that was... That was pretty simple to do, as okay. far as I remember. I don't think there was much yeah. argument on. I think we decided as we were recording each tune where yeah. we wanted it to go. Yeah. So the, the album finishes on Cherifobe, and before we even got into the studio, we were all in agreement that, that should come last. Yeah, the big ending, and then mm. 
tender curiosity. We were like, that should be towards the end. Um, and we wanted the deep end to open. So those, those placeholders are already in place, obviously. And there's um, a little bit tweaking. Yeah, the one or two songs. But it, it really wasn't. You, I heard stories about bands going till release day yeah. on about order. And it, it really wasn't like that for us. It was mm. very simple. Mm. Well, I did, one one thing I've noticed on like your YouTube channel is that, uh, particularly the the latest upload, I forgot the name now. I forgot to make a note of it. Uh, was it in a warehouse in Manchester? Was it Manchester? Uh, oh, the Blue Blueprint Studio. Yes, that's it. What was it? Yeah, is that, is that a recording that. studio? That it's. I think it's just a practice room. Really. Is it? Practice. Elbow practice a lot in there. Uh, elbow uh, practice room. Really. Yeah. But yeah. we did it. Yeah, we we set up some mics and recorded a really quick quick run through of some tunes. And uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, we've always we wanted to do some live run throughs of, of the tracks on the album, and that just kind of fitted the bill really. I was really impressed and, uh, by yeah. that. I was impressed by the sound of it, and the, and the, how tight you were as a live band playing it live, and just the just, just just how it looked as well. The you know it it, it looked it looked classy. You know, we've got yeah. some good people around. Yeah, Sam Coast and our photographer Seb. Oh, okay. A French guy who follows us around with our sound. He's a uh, follows us around. You know, <laughs> we love it. Can't get rid of it. We love him. <laughs> I've met but Sam. Yeah, I've, I've seen. I've seen a lot of Sam's work. I've seen him do stuff for the Blinders, Chiefs. Yeah, yeah um, can't say awesome, enough man. about yeah. Sam Croson to be fair. Yeah, he's a content he's, machine. He's a content machine. Yeah, he's a. Without him, we'd have done about three Instagram posts in the last three months. So yeah, yeah, the man's an animal. But he's he's sick. He's a lovely guy to have around us. Yeah. Mm. It, 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 it is like one of those like unsung heroes you see behind the scenes a lot because I always see his name all yeah. over the place. I've got his got him as a mate on Facebook. I, I don't think I've ever had a good chat with him I, I think he'd be a good guest for the podcast i suppose but because it's quite he would, he'd, he'd, have a lot of, he'd have a lot of stories yeah so how so is, did he come as part of like the record deal and that kind of stuff then sam was it was we it, met him. Are, you, are you with modern we met sky him ages ago to be fair i think that he, was through the record label wasn't it? It was yeah i think we met him through the record label like a yeah. few years ago and then um yeah got on really well with him to be fair he's sort of yeah quite a quiet dude but like dead funny as well and then um yeah, always had him on tour and stuff like that, and we both bought in. Like he's bought into us, we bought into his idea, and we just yeah. get on really well in that sense. And if you like, you got someone with you, like so much of the time, and always with you at gigs and stuff. It's nice having someone you actually get on with, and you haven't got to be, you know, forced or anything around. It'd be a real bore, like if he sucked to be fair. So, it's, yeah, it's nice. It's um. Have you ever had, like, had that kind of experience when you've like somebody's working with you and it's just a bit like a bit awkward? That kid in corners still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. But I'm not gonna fucking. I don't know what he's on about, but I'll take his word for it. You uh, do. I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, you, yeah. you do. <laughs> I'll, yeah, maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. I agree let's have an awkward. Else, let's... I'm sure there. There's probably been a few people down there. Down yeah, there. there has. But it, it's not no one too bad. We've always been. Yeah. We're very lucky to be surrounded by very generous people who um, care about what we do. It must. Mm. It must be like to have because I know you've. Uh, you, you know you're promoting the album at the minute. I'm just preparing for this tour and the the album's out. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting <laughs> what date this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slipping well, up myself. You know, it's, it's, it's hard working it, remembering stuff. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it, it must be a real exciting time to be the Royston Club at the minute. It's it's awesome. Yeah, for the last four months there's been no gigs fun. or yeah. there's been nothing on, so we've just been working part time jobs. Mm trying to get by and it doesn't really feel like you're in a band whereas yeah. now it's ramping up and you kind of reap the rewards of being in a band yeah. and it's really fun it's about time really what what's the biggest thing that you're looking forward to coming up over the next few months what's the, is, is there like one like thing that you're like aiming towards well now the album's out I yes of festivals. course yes of course yeah. <laughs> oh yeah of course 
Uh, yeah, festival. I, I love festival season. It's my yeah. favorite part. Uh, so that, and then closely followed by tour. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We, I just love playing live. It's, it's what we love to do. Yeah, pretty much. It's the bit we look forward to the most. Well, in the description of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and on YouTube, if you're watching us, um, you know, there's a link to the tour. There's a link to buy the album. There's a link to invest with the band. Um, I just wish you all the best. I, I just love the journey of a band. And, you know, you, you have to, I keep seeing you guys rise up those festival slots. So keep working hard, boys. It, it, it's not, going, on, it's not going unnoticed. There's people out there noticing. And, um, you know, and, and I know it's a hard graft. I know because people tell me. Yeah. Um, but you seem to have like, you're in a position now where, you know, something magic's in the air. It feels like. Ooh, I like Fingers that. crossed, yeah. We like, like the sound yeah. of that, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. The tagline for yeah. 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 Magic in the air. Something magic in the air, brilliant. Well, um, right, okay, let's just leave it with one little thing then. So if somebody's hovering over the link to your tour or to the album, um, what message would you give those people that haven't pressed the button yet, that are thinking about it, but they've just not pressed it yet? What What message would you leave for them people? Ooh, um, if you don't press it, Dave's gonna find you <laughs> and cause some serious damage. Yeah, in a I nutshell. <laughs> and you think he's joking? No, 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 I'm not sure he is. The guy's like Liam Neeson. That's a direct threat. Dave yeah. will get you. Dave will get you. Well, so press it. Tom Ben, yeah. Tom Ben, Dave in the background there, mate. Really appreciate your time today. Um, um, you, you know, I love supporting the band. I'll be sharing as much as I can on RGM about the, you know, the tour. Hi, Dave. There he is. There he is. Hi, mate. Uh, so, wish you all the best with you know this exciting time ahead, and nice just one, crack on and have it, have it, lads. Nice one. Cheers, for nice one, mate. Yeah. Yeah, Cheers, yeah, talk, talk. Talk. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Tom and Ben, for joining us down on the podcast. Very much appreciated. You can buy their album now at Shaking Hips and Crashing Cars. Out now. Within the description of this podcast, you'll be able to see a link that takes you straight to their new album. I encourage you to have a burn on it. Why not? And also, catch them live in October. Massive headline tour coming. And keep an eye out for them at the festivals and that, you know. So that's that. Another week here at RGM. Plenty going on at rgm.press this week, as always. Tell your friends about the podcast, too. Last week's show is the uh, Andrew Cushing was probably one of the biggest ones yet. You know, nearly nearly 1,500 views just on YouTube. It's a lot for a little all of those. And, of course, you, the audio listeners. Um, you know, there's loads of new ones there, too. So if you're new to the podcast, if you're a fan of Andrew Cushing uh, or a Louis Tomlinson fan, hey, up. I know that we've found a, a, a new pocket of people out there that just love music and Louis stuff. So stay tuned, keep in touch with the podcast, uh, and we'll see you next week for a full music week here at RGM. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Carl Bologna. I raise my glass to another week of live music, and we'll see you soon, ladies and gentlemen. Nice one. All the best, and toodle-oo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support.
Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe, tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support, and we'll see you next week.